0: this show is for you.
1: We promise to bring you real and authentic conversations with parents and experts who are committed to making their family their life's most important work.
0: This show will help you take a stand for your family and to raise your children by design, not default. Well, Happy New Year, everyone. I hope that you had an amazing holiday season, and I hope that your New Year is off to an incredible start. Melissa and I, were, we were actually kind of surprised. We were talking amongst ourselves and with our kids. And we kind of agreed as a family, it was one of the better Christmas breaks that we've had as a family. And I guess the interesting thing is we didn't really do a lot. And maybe that's what made it a really awesome Christmas break. We just spent a lot of time together. We made a lot of progress actually on our house. Surprisingly, we decluttered a lot because that kind of goes into our theme for the year that we'll talk more about. So Happy New Year. And today we're going to talk about vision boards.
1: I want to say quickly, talked a lot in the the last couple episodes about our New Year's Eve uh, family awards that we do and kind of our New Year's Eve party. And we had so many families participate. So thank you if you jumped on and participated in that. It was so cool to see like people would tag me on Instagram, for example, just showing me like everything that they're doing with their families and just really inspiring to see this community and how it's strengthening families. Super rewarding to see that. So thank you.
0: Yeah, we... Literally had hundreds of families who participated, downloaded the packet. And by the way, it's not just a New Year's Eve thing. We, we had a lot of families last year, Feb, end into January, February, March, we're still doing it. I think it's a useful thing to do any time of the point of the year. We just do it as a tradition around New Year's Eve, but it's an opportunity for you and your family to get really clear on what's important to you in that current year, what your focus is as a family and also individually to create vision boards, to choose a word or a phrase. So that would be useful to do at any point in time. So if, if you want to still take advantage of it, you can go to familybrand.com forward slash new. So, and it's the
1: first week of January still. So it's not like, you know, I'm talking about it in the past tense, but yeah, you're right. It doesn't have to be past tense. So if you haven't taken advantage of it, please, please do.
0: Yeah. I had a friend who was like, if I, if I came across this in the middle of the summer and if we hadn't as a family talked about the year and what we wanted to create out of it and who we wanted to become and create vision boards, I would do it in the middle of the summer. Um, so it is really cool, the the overall process. And one of the things we're going to talk about as part of it, in particular today, is, again, vision boards. And I don't know when we started this, a few years ago. So we come up with a word or a phrase.
1: Which I feel like that's come become very uh, common. Yeah. Like a lot of people, families do this.
0: So we come up with a word or a phrase as a family, and everyone speaks into it like... It's not just Melissa and I, but our kids have a say in why we, they think that should be our word or our phrase and what our family could use help with. And then each of us create an individual word or phrase and then we'll create vision boards and super fun. And there's a couple different ways that we have learned over the years to approach vision boards. And we'll just share those. We'll maybe share a little bit of why we chose the words we did, but I think in When we first started doing it, our vision boards were very much, okay, what do we want to create this year? Who do we want to become? What do we already have planned? What do we already have in mind? And let's just go find pictures or words or phrases that capture that. And then we'd put it on our vision board. And then Melissa's real estate mentor shared with her a really cool idea around how she approaches vision boards, which was she's like, I've learned that the most effective way and the funnest way for me to do my vision board is I don't go into it with a whole lot of pre thought out plans of, what I'm going to do next year? What's important to me? I just go all intuition, and I intuitively just flip through magazines. And if there's a picture, a word, a place, a phrase that calls to me, I just cut it out before I even give myself a chance to think. Like, well, why is it calling to me? And she's like, and that has unlocked some really amazing adventures, like things that I put on my vision board that I had no idea why I was putting it on that became clear to me later. And so, it's just kind of being open to like what the universe or God or whatever you want to believe, like is putting your path. And so I think we do a little bit of both. And it was really cool. Actually, when I was talking about Melissa asked me to share with our family and the, and the other family, the Smiths as well, who, who did this with us this year, the power vision boards. And as I was sharing this, some of our kids actually started sharing things that I didn't like. One of our sons was like, Oh yeah. Like last year, there was this picture of this really cool beach that called to me because he wanted to surf. And he's like, and then when we went on our vacation to Cabo we were, some, we were somewhere in Cabo or in the area. And he was like, I realized that where we were was that exact picture on my vision board. <laughs>
1: that is crazy because we didn't even – I didn't even know that actually till he till he said that like yeah. four days ago that that connection had happened with his vision board.
0: Yeah, there was two or three of those. Like our seven-year-old was like, yeah, I cut out. If you guys – if you're listening, most of you probably know I grew up in a ranching rodeo family. I still compete in the team roping event. And so, you know, we we have horses, we're around roping, but our seven-year-old cut out a buckle, a belt buckle, and didn't really, you know, just thought it would look cool. And then this year at seven years old, won his first belt buckle at a dummy roping competition. And he was like, oh, like that happened.
1: Which none of his siblings, his three older siblings have ever won a buckle before. (laughs) Oh, then another thing kind of weird is, so we give with our family awards, each family, each member of the family gets an award. And um, Chris and I kind of collaborate together on what awards we're gonna give our kids. And then without telling each other, I give Chris an award and he gives me an award. And this year I gave him an award for the discipline that he's shown in certain areas areas of his life. And you know, and I went into more detail about that during our awards assembly. But then later that day I was looking at his old vision board and there's like this picture on there and really big it says discipline. And I was like, oh my gosh, how crazy that I gave you the award for discipline this year and that was you know kind of a big thing on your board
0: yeah it was awesome and so here's here's here what here's what i would recommend i know some of you listening right now are gonna be like oh yeah vision boards are how you unlock the magical powers of the universe (laughs) and other people are like oh my gosh this is so woo woo and out there i would just say whatever it is like wherever you stand on i would just encourage you like to do one and just see what happens just embrace it just have fun like It doesn't have to be this magical woo woo thing. And it also doesn't have to be this like waste of time. If you've never done one, I would just say, try it out. Like start with thinking about a word or a phrase that you want to embody for the year. And so a little bit about a little bit on that. There's not a lot of like science to it. It's just really thinking about reflecting on the year you've just had in 2022 and then thinking about, okay, who do I want to be in 2023? How do I want to show up? And again, maybe a word or a phrase comes to you instantly, maybe a handful of them do. But what I would encourage you to do is if you get a word or a phrase right away or a handful of them, just start going into the process of looking at magazines or looking online at pictures. And in my experience, it'll help you solidify that word. Or like for me this year, I had some ideas of what I thought I wanted my word or my phrase to be, but it wasn't until I started actually like cutting out pictures for the vision board that I stumbled upon a completely different but related word that just kind of came to me. And the more I thought about it, I was like, yeah, that's my word for the year. Uh, so you start with a word or a phrase or at least an idea of it. And then you just start looking at like what kind of jumps out to you. And Melissa saves old magazines throughout the year, but you can just look at pictures online as well.
1: And in our, you know, that familybrand.com forward, forward slash new, there's a couple like year end review type questions. And a couple of them are... You know, what are you looking forward to in the new year? What are you most excited about? And you can use that as a kind of a springing off place too. you know, what, when you're looking to put things on your board.
0: So let's start with yours. most. tell us what word you came up with for 2023 20, and why, what uh, led you to this word?
1: Yes. Okay. So and this is kind of woo-woo. <laughs> we to, love the woo-woo here. It was everything... You know, when we were living in Hawaii, we lived in Hawaii the whole year of 2021. And it just, if you've never heard me talk about it, it just opened my eyes to a whole new way to live life, I guess, of spirituality and just other ideas of, of spirituality and what that could look like other than just, you know, your, your Sunday visit to church. Anyway, this is influenced here. You'll see. Um, So the word... Just
0: to give some context on what she's saying there, like... Skinny dipping in the ocean on the full moon and doing (laughs) ceremonies.
1: Not really ceremonies, but I would go with friends.
0: It was awesome. On
1: full moons. And then at the end, we added the new moon too. So twice a month and just do like, just like little intentions. Like, I don't know, just we would set little intentions. Conspiring with the universe. Yes, totally. Okay. So my word is trust, which, you know, on first glance is not that exciting of a word, but it just kept, I guess it's just been coming up for me lately. So I have these I got I think I know. The to say, I'm like, do I say this? Okay,
0: Melissa has some cards.
1: I have these cards. They're called Oracle cards. And I really like them. I don't know. They just they never I guess I was always afraid of them because they I don't know. I just was. But whenever I use them, I only feel like light and good. So I'm I Clarity
0: and like Yeah.
1: Yeah, it brings like focus and intention to my life where <clears throat> sometimes and just, I just, I don't know, I really like it. Anyway, so like over the last couple of months, I've been like looking at my cards and this same card like keeps coming up and it's called Trust Your Path. Oh, I should have brought it to a, this moment to record, but basically it just says to trust, trust your path before you and that you can't know the outcome, you know, at the beginning. And sometimes I, don't take action and things because i'm like i want to know how it's all going to look and how it's all going to play out but it talks about just taking one step every day and that what what comes what eventually is created is even better than you could ever create for yourself basically like trusting in universe and god and staying on the path of what you feel guided to do and using your unique gifts to take you there like little steps at time.
0: I actually think you should do an episode sometime on just your cards, because it is a it is really cool. Melissa pulls cards for me. She pulls cards for the kids, and it's not it's not like okay, cards tell me what I should do with my life. It's like it's more like oh, I'm just I'm gonna think of a question, and all the cards have like great messages and great intentions, and like I I've really enjoyed it. Our kids have enjoyed it, and we've gotten some like clarity and just. Like uh, insights or powerful, like reminders.
1: Yeah. And it's not, I guess in the past I've thought it would be, I worried that it would be like, I don't want to replace my current beliefs around spirituality and God with this. But I felt like hasn't been that at all. It's just been a supplement. So to follow that up, I also have a Bible verse on on my board about Proverbs 3, 5 to 6, trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not into thine own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. And I really like that, you know, to go along with it because I I guess that's what I love about having a word of the year is because it doesn't, it can apply in so many different ways. It can be like trusting myself. It can be trusting God. It can be trusting you know anything.
0: That's actually one of the things that I recommended to our family and it's it's because it's a lot of the work that I do with my clients with my with my business the campfire effect is whenever we help an organization like uncover their identity or their message I always encourage them to unpack it a little bit further. And we always encourage people to unpack in threes just because there's a lot of power to the number 3, there's a lot of energy to 3, that you can retain things in threes. And so that that can be an opportunity too that when you come up with your word or their your phrase it's like you can unpack it a little bit more, like Tate, for example, our oldest he his word is consistent, and we were just talking the other day, and I was like well, what what areas do you think you might want to be consistent in and he was like, yeah, that's a good question. he's like maybe maybe m- maybe physical, spiritual, and intellectual so, so anyways, that can also be kind of a way to expand your word or your your phrase a little bit,
1: totally, yeah, I like that, and then I guess just a couple maybe I'll just highlight three three things on my on my board, because I like to just glue as many possible things as I can on there. So I won't go into, you know, so much detail. But three things to point out like intentions that I have for this new year are I have this picture, actually, this word, it just says afternoon snacks that I cut out of a magazine. And in, you know, the beginning of the school year, I was thinking to myself, okay, all, all the kids are in school. What could I do to like really connect with them and like set aside some time when they get home to be with them and something that would really say like, I love you. And I thought, what better way than an afternoon snack to greet them when they get home? So I've, I did better at the beginning of the year, but (laughs) I want to have a renewed intention to greet them at the door with an afternoon snack because they loved it. Like they would talk about it all of the time. They still talk about it. Um. Yeah, like would be the weekend. They'll be like, "What's for afternoon snack on Monday, Mom?" And I'd be (laughs) like, "I have no idea." But it was a a time to sit down, connect, ask them about their day, and I think that little, just that little bit of like, "I was thinking about you while you were gone, and I made you a snack because somehow, I don't know, food for (laughs) for our kids equals love sometimes. It's awesome. Okay, so the next thing is I have this picture of this girl jumping into a pool she's like cannonballing into a pool and it's, it's not a girl it's like a woman cannonballing into a pool and i guess some the idea behind that putting that on my vision board is i so last summer we went to the swimming pool almost every day when we were in town there's we live in a small town and it's like if you've ever seen the sandlot it's like the pool in the sandlot like
0: and it well and it's such a big deal that so like Melissa said, when you, if you go to familybrand.com forward slash new, it's a really awesome worksheets that allows every member of your family to reflect on their year. The highlight of the year for Indy.
1: Our six-year-old, yeah.
0: Was going to the Pima pool every day in the summer. And one of the things that's most important to her this year is going <laughs> to the Pima pool every day in the summer.
1: <laughs> and for her in particular, every day when we would go to the pool. And the water is freezing, by the way. I don't know why. Like they pipe in icy water off the mountain or something. I don't know. But for me, it felt freezing because I don't enjoy cold water. Every time when I would go, Indy would be like, mom, are you swimming with me today? Mom, get in the water. And it was so easy for me to just sit on the side and just put my feet in, talk to my other mom friends, because it is a place where everyone congregates, just like I said, like in the sandlot. So without fail, like I could find a mom friend almost every day when I went. But I realized, and I realized this year, I don't want to be on the sidelines. Like, I want to be in it. Maybe that's all, all I have to say about that one. But, you know, it's much harder to jump in the water with her, get splashed, get my hair wet, even though I just had a shower and washed my hair. Like, it's hard. And then waiting out in the line when it's windy to get on the diving board and you're wet and it's cold. And then, like, giving her a ride, like, piggybacking through the deep end. Like, it's not easy. It was so hard. But, like Chris said, it showed up on her board. So I guess this year, that woman cannonballing into the pool is my reminder to not just stay on the sidelines with my kids in particular, like, Get in the water. Literally and figuratively. Okay, and then the last thing I'll point out on my board is this. I put two things that kind of are related. It is um, a picture of a tent and... I'm looking at the picture here. And then it's this, like, little quote um, that I cut out. It says, a cabin in the country. At a cedar-clad cabin, a family disconnects from devices and finds their way home. And... Chris and I have been talking, you know, after we went camping last summer a couple of times. The last time we went, I think it was over Labor Day. And we were just, after we went camping, we were reminiscing about how remarkable the experience of camping with our family, like truly is because, you know, we have our older kids have phones now. And the fact that when we get into the mountains, we usually go to a place where there's no Wi-Fi, there's no electricity. It's like, we're in a tent. It's like truly we're like roughing it camping, Camping, I guess. And it is like magic. Like no one, no one asks for their phones. No one is like fighting over screen time or whose turn it is on the iPad or any of that. They were, they were just out like running wild and free. They were with their cousins. They were just playing there was this little pond it had been raining a lot so there was this pond full of this muddy water and the kids were always like swimming in this pond and getting so filthy and they were just so wild and free and they had so much fun and I could just see like how good it felt for them to be out there and we were I don't know it was just so good so we want to bring more of that into into our Family this year more being outdoors more adventures where you're kind of forced to disconnect. We also went on this really cool hike also in September with my parents. It was this hike in the water. It's called Aravipa. We made you have to get these reservations and it takes a little bit of prep. And it took us a couple hours to get there, and everyone was complaining about it, but because there's a lot of water, you're kind of hiking through. All the phones were away, and the kids again were just like running free and it was so good. Anyway, so more of that more outdoors connected running wild and free.
0: It's awesome. I knew some of that, but yeah, I got some additional. I I, I did see the woman cannonballing into the water and I've been going to ask you about that. That's awesome. (laughs) And we have a beautiful mountain. Like it's so crazy. We live in the desert desert and within 40 minutes you can be up on this mountain called Mount Graham and in the pines. It's just this reminder of like, oh yeah, that's right there in our backyard. So this summer we want to, in spring, we want to do a lot of camping and just eat really great food and take our four-wheeler up there and explore and disconnect. And I love that one. I have a tent on mine too that we didn't. Melissa and I didn't talk about that, but I cut out this kind of animated tent in the mountains. So my word for the year is nurture, which again, this is the first time this has ever happened to me. I usually go into the vision board process already having my word or phrase chosen. And maybe I'll add to it or refine it a little. But this year I went in with like thinking it was going to be adding value or being all in. And then I actually landed on the word nurture. And that is a way to add value. It's a way for me to be all in. But the word just kept showing up all over in these magazines. And and so for me, when I think of why I chose nurture, and it's so funny, I've already thought about it in several interactions in the last couple of days, but I want to nurture first and foremost, my faith. And specifically, you know, I've got this phrase on here, seek Jesus at at our church this year, we're studying the new Testament. So I just think it's a really cool opportunity to like nurture my faith specifically around like really coming to know Jesus more, like who he is how he lived his life and then nurture my family and just really like showing up from a place of like love and kindness and acceptance from Melissa and our kids. And then, you know, nurturing my like mind, body, spirit. And then I, and then la- the other one that I did add was cause it was going to be a, one of my words, but it's adding value. I think sometimes in business, I can have a tendency to like lead from a place of, well, what's going to be in it for me or how am I going to win versus just, well, why don't I just show up and just add value and add way more value mm-hmm. than I'm getting paid for. Right. And there's a lot of like laws out there of like science or the universe that, And a lot of people talk about this, like you're the key to creating income and abundance for yourself is by how abundantly you add value, you know, to, to people. Like if you want to create more for yourself, add more value to more people. Mm -hmm. And so I also have on here, the five stratospheric laws of success from the book, the go giver, which is one of my favorite books. And the, the five laws are the law of value, the law of compensation, the law of influence, the law of authenticity, and the law of receptivity in a nutshell it basically says if you want to have more success in life give more like give more value and add more so so adding value stands out to me my word nurture and then another one that i have on here is clean house so our phrase as a year for our family is simplify and expand and simplify i don't know Towards the end of the year, probably November, Melissa and I both independent of each other just started feeling like, man, I just want to like simplify our house. Like we have, I just feel like we have too much stuff, too many things.
1: We well, yeah, we shot a whole podcast episode on it. If you were here then heard that.
0: Yeah. And we so over Christmas break, we started room, moving through like a room at a time, a thing at a time. And we our, our house already feels so much better. I just can't, can't even really describe like from an energy, just a feeling in our home. And and the reason it was simplify and expand is we feel like we can expand more into things that are important to us or areas that we want to focus on or adventures because we have a sim- more simplified life. I think some of the time some of the times the thing that keeps us from being from expanding is we're just so overwhelmed. And then uh, so I have clean house, which yeah can reference like having a clean house literally, but also figuratively. It's just and then a, a one year we had this question that really served our family and it was, does it promote peace? Because we just felt like it was, it was the end of the year and we're like, our life doesn't feel very peaceful. It feels kind of hectic and chaotic. And so heading into the next year, it wasn't our word or our phrase, but it was just a question that we used. And it helped us make so many decisions differently. Like we we would get invited to something and we'd be like, okay, does it promote peace? Whereas in the past we'd have just been like, oh yeah, let's go. And we just saw the value in having that question throughout the year kind of as a way to filter decisions through. And so this year, the question is, is it essential? So, for example, like, let's say I'm on Instagram and I stumble across an Instagram ad, which our family knows that I'm a sucker for Instagram ads. Like, whatever it is, right? A new shirt. I'm like, oh, I love that shirt. And it's like, well, is it essential? Because I already have like five shirts that look just like that, Mm -hmm. you know, Or, or we got invited to something. Is it essential? And I think that'll just be a useful thing for us to like have a lens to look through. And so again, for me, my vision board is some of it's aspirational. Some of it's like there. there's filters on here that just kind of remind me of who I am, and what's important to me. And some of them are like really specific goals that I have. But yeah, I'm excited about my vision board, my word. I'm excited about our theme for the year as a family and one other thing is our our theme and we talk about this more in the that new year's bundle that we talked about a couple times but our theme for the year as a family becomes a rotating value for that year so we always kind of have one rotating value that's in in addition to our core values and so this year it'll be you know when we're saying our values in the morning one of them will say is Smiths simplify and expand and obviously that'll go away next year and get replaced with whatever next year's Word or phrases, because I think that is one of the tricky things about New Year's goals or New Year's resolutions or having a word or a phrase is can you sustain it? It's it's awesome to create these vision boards, but then if we never look at them again, or it's awesome to create these words and phrases, but if we don't ever use them, so.
1: And I think you know this. This year we kind of got to our final vision boards kind of quickly. I mean, it's first week in January and ours are done. But sometimes it takes me a couple of weeks. So you know. If you're still feeling it out a little bit. I think that's fine. Sometimes, you know, have really to develop. You know what you really want this year takes a little time. So sit with it, and I think it is really valuable. I've always seen the value every time I do get clear on what I want, the intentions that I have. It allows me to really pursue that this year or in the coming months.
0: Yeah, and if you want some of the science behind it, like if you just Google reticular activating system. Like our brains are hardwired to find evidence for whatever we kind of tell them to find evidence for. And so some of us have hardwired our brains or been hardwired through our environments how we're raised to really just look for things and find evidence for things that don't really serve us and aren't useful to us. And so I think we're constantly, it's important to continually rewire your reticular activating system to kind of tell your brain, hey, here's what I want you to go find evidence for. Here's what I want you to be looking for. And like, to me, a vision board is an amazing thing to like, yeah, hey, go, go find evidence for this throughout the year for me, like present this to me, like show this to me. And I mean, it sounds super obvious, but our brains find whatever we kind of tell them to look for. And so this is a cool process to give your brain some really good stuff to look for. Happy New Year.
1: Thank you so much for listening to the Family Brand Podcast. To say thank you, we have something really awesome we'd love to share with you.
0: You know, we often hear from families who will tell us that they just feel so overwhelmed because of the demands that are placed on them. They feel like they're constantly being pulled in so many different directions and spread thin, and they're spending time as a family, but they don't feel like it's quality time. They're not really connected and they wanna be more intentional. And we can certainly relate because we felt like that at one point in, in our family. And so we created a guide that allowed us to really be more confident around how we spend time as a family and what we say yes to and what we say no to. And it's just brought so much more peace into our home. It's made our lives so much more simple.